0: Hi, it's Dad, just calling to check in. Love you. Bye.
1: Oh, wait, where did you go? What the hell? Offline! No! What? Ugh. Oh, father. You no, me. I'm not talking to you, baby.
0: <laughs> Sorry! Ugh! I'm, com- I'm computer stupid. What can I tell you? Mm. Mm. How are you this morning? Uh, wonderful.
1: How the Good. hell are you?
2: I am. Okay! Okay, it's a
0: balmy breezy kinda of day. Dog days of summer. Hanging in there. A lot of birds are flying, it's too warm outside.
1: Hanging out. <laughs> Something weird is happening with the audio, I don't know what the hell that is. Do you hear that? shh, shh hearing
0: that? That?
1: no it's not that it went away whatever whatever it was it went away
0: it might have been Teresa's sewing machine
1: Mm, no it was like a weird it's doing it again yeah it's like an audio artifact thing like I'm hearing audio from somewhere else Mm. Uh, I'm not not sure it's not not Teresa's sewing machine (laughs) no it's not that no 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 tell tell her it's okay no 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 no. it's definitely it's definitely not the sewing machine it's not the sewing machine, he says.
0: Okay, you're fine.
1: <sighs> so. So. Light of money. Uh, yeah. I, I forgot that... Um, the la- last time we were talking... Mm-hmm. I love hearing the sewing machine, actually. It's great. <laughs> She's busy
0: making uh, bags. Purses, first purse type bags, you know, mm. book book bags. I love that it. kind of thing. She's turning she's turning pillowcase, quilted pillowcases into fashion accessories. I love that.
1: I love that.
0: She just got done. Uh, she just uh, got done with Sean's quote that she's been. Thinking about for 36 years, finally
1: finished it.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, I love mine. It's, uh, it's it's right here in front of me. I, I can hear it, but I don't mind it. It's it's nice to be able to hear her. Tell tell her that. He, like, he's enjoy he's enjoying hearing you in the background, honey. Yes. Uh, I this is you know i leave i leave the dogs in the background of my own show for the exact same reason i love hearing them just snarvel around and their little clickety <laughs> clacks with their nails on the wood floor. it's mm. it's, it's good audio yeah. but um light of warning it cuz last time we were talking i was like what's this new sunday show with dad going to oh and we were trying to think of a name for it and oh. then i remembered uh, that uh, i had wanted to do a sunday morning type uh you know mostly secular but you know the sun will come out tomorrow type uplifting tomorrow,
2: sunday tomorrow. Right. <laughs>
1: god but as i i had i had forgotten um, that I already named it a long time ago. It's light. Like, it's it's light of morning. Oh no! Oh oh! Horrible! What? <laughs> oh no! God!
0: Sounded like a fuzzy explosion.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not supposed to work like that. <laughs> <laughs> I was queuing up. Now it's gonna be uh, no, it, no.
0: It sounded no. like. A hundred shaken up soda cans opening simultaneously.
1: Right. (laughs) (laughs) So it's coming back in, but it's, um, you know, from from the the Origin album, which is right right before the dark, fiery Mm. kind of, you know, blood and soil type thing that I did, which was the last big winter album I did before I voted. Origin was the Ice and Snow one that uh, right. was big because I was trying to bring back, you know, that kind of like ice and snow, winter time, good feely feely albums. So I feel like, is that a raven or a crow or something in the? I heard a bird.
0: Oh, there's. There are a lot of crows around. Ah, uh, that's. Whoa, we have we have noisy, creepy, have noisy crows.
1: Yeah always that is beautiful so the soundtrack's coming back in but i thought it'd give us a little ambiance um music because you told me to come with a question and i couldn't really think of you know the question but i have mm-hmm. a couple you know okay they're they're a little uh maybe loaded maybe a little slow, <laughs> but um they, they, they're good questions and I think this would be a great way to kick it off as uh, this whole light of morning thing come come, come with uh, I'll come with questions and you come with okay. answers and... <laughs> so the music we're still waiting on the music but um... yeah alright uh, it's sunday
0: it is sunday did you work at the bar last
1: night uh no i i did not work at the bar at all this weekend um, hmm. i got fucking covid again and it feels like there is oh, an no. elephant sitting on my chest uh crushing oh, no. my rib cage so i have uh, did you get did you get vaccinated uh no, uh, mm, no I probably should yeah, you know they are I, free. Yeah, my my thought was that it was already kind of too late because I already had it for the first what? go around Yeah, you can you but can get, I can, it, and get yeah. it again apparently. Bolster, bolster, you know, help help the immune system fight it a little bit. I'm probably gonna have to, but uh, I made the responsible choice to stay home this weekend and not go to the bar. Well, yeah, you should you um, should iso- isolate until you test negative. Yeah, so, you know, the idea of going back into quarantine is obviously very exciting for me psychologically. Oh,
0: yeah, I'm I'm, I'm sure sure you're all going to enjoy that.
1: Thrilled, you know, two fucking years of that shit. Closest relationships I had were with, like, door dashers. (laughs) But, um, light of morning. Gonna bring in the theme. I'm gonna bring in the. It always does, and does this weird thing and changes the key. I don't know if it's playing that way for you, but it's playing that way for me. So, so I have, I have questions.
2: Okay.
1: And definitely, definitely, they are real questions. So, think about them. They're deep questions. first one. What is your greatest fear?
0: My... My first instinct is drowning. Um... And that goes back that goes back a really 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 long way um, it's 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 something that's been ingrained in me since I was a small child because um, I love the water, I love the ocean I oh. love to swim um, but when I was a kid um, he, you remember your uncle was was Kind of sadistic um, in a way, and he he would love to uh, terrorize people as long as he was had the upper hand and back then he did and we were we were at the at the beach together and close in the water, close to the water's edge. And he was holding me down under the water. And I started to panic and obviously couldn't breathe and was screaming and kicking and, and you know, trying to trying to get away from him and I couldn't. And it was only after other people, you know, started to see what was going on, that, that, you know, he relented and let me up. And I can't tell you why his personality was geared that way. Um, But he... He just instilled that fear of me of, of you know basically running out of air underwater and it stayed with me um so you know i i can take any level of punishment from, from you know uh beating you know i've been over my lifetime i've been you know I've had so many injuries that the pain doesn't really affect me all that much, but um, fear, of, fear of drowning would be probably at, at my top, the top of my list and um, fear of falling from an unstable height, I would say would be my second. I'm, I'm fine with heights as long as I know that I'm well supported. But if, if there's the idea that that structure could fail, then that, that that's kind of scary to me too. I'm, I'm I'm not a real thrill seeker. Let's put it
1: that way. Mm-hmm. Says so. the man who admitted his biggest fear is drowning, and he kicked the shit out of that fear in the navy. Well, right? <laughs> yeah, why would, why would you
0: why would you go halfway around the the world on, on you know, in the water if if you're afraid of drowning. I you know, I don't mind being on the water. I I love the water. I just you know, I I just fear that moment of running out of not being able to breathe any longer. I suppose is a, a the definition of it: whether you're drowning in your own fluids, you know, because your body's giving out, or whether you're actually in a in a wet environment, it's 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 the same fear. It's just the fear of not being able to breathe anymore.
1: God damn it! That's a great answer. <laughs> God damn it! That's a beautiful piece of audio. Um. I share that one. I share that one as well. I wouldn't call it my greatest. I also share, um, you know, falling from from a great height. I have dreams like that where, you know, in that in that split second moment, you're like, oh, I only have a couple seconds left to live. Right. I'm definitely gonna die right now. <laughs> and, and what goes through your mind as you're falling. Um, you know I that, have those k- kinds of dreams, so I found that very interesting.
0: You know, there are people that have fallen out of planes and fallen off cliffs and, and you know, reached terminal speed and have still survived.
1: <laughs> Fucking so somehow. It is, it's, yeah. it's, not,
0: it's, not, it's not a guarantee that if you fall off a building, you're going to die, but, but it's... it's, it's it, it, it will definitely screw you up and it's certainly likely that you'll die.
1: Yeah. You are correct. There there have been literal skydivers whose parachutes didn't work and right. they fucking lived and somehow. Wound,
0: it wound up in a muddy Yeah, there's a there's a story about two tandem skydivers that went out and neither neither chute opened correctly and they they hit the ground in a muddy field or something like that and they you know they both survived miraculously. So it's, it's not a foregone
1: conclusion. Hmm. Miracles do happen. Miracles do happen. I believe. Yes, um, indeed. I believe now, you know, for the first time in my life. and, And you're one of the people who helped me believe because you always believed in me. Um, especially when i didn't which
0: you know you you gotta there's miracles all around you every day my goodness there's there's no limit to the number of miracles that you can experience in a single day you know there's just there's just beauty all around you and you you know you can take it for granted or you or you can zone out on it and really you know start looking at how intricate life and beauty are and um, you know. It is a miracle, there's, there's, there's miracles all around you every day. Sometimes it's a miracle just to get out of bed, but uh, in reality uh, nature provides you with a lot of reminders that there's a lot of good reasons to live and be hopeful.
1: Uh, I remember making this album and I I remember you telling me that it's one of the ones that you like the most and that stood out to me Waxing Crescent Uh, it's about the shadow on the moon Hmm. that uh, place between the light and the dark and uh, in in our last conversation, or the one before, I don't know, time is a meaningless void, but I am eliminating nicotine from my bloodstream, slowly but surely, and I, I knew that I would need a reminder, like a, a rubber band to snap on my wrist to snap me out of it. I knew I would need a, a physical uh, reminder on my body, on my person like like you know a pair of glasses something that's always there and that's what's gonna allow me to see clearly and I looked um, I had that uh, Amazon gift card from you guys for my birthday and uh, I spent almost all of it um, on David because I haven't been able to give him a birthday present. I, I, I invested in the bar. I invested in the lizard. Mm. Um, and helped him with my birthday present. But there was $7 left over. <laughs> uh, and it was just sitting there in the gift card balance. So I went and I found. Um, a cross necklace. I've actually wanted one for a really long time. Um, just because I've had. A lot of fucking moments in my life where I just kind of wish I had one to grip in my fist and just hold and and be like this here right now. I, I just need this around my neck. Uh, and I found a really cool, super cheapy little silver. Um, it's kind of like a Celtic Viking looking. Uh cross on a really nice chain and it was like only six, seven bucks. And I'm like, yeah, uh, that works. Mm -hmm. So I, I wear that now. I wear it every day. Uh, cause it reminds me, um, it reminds me every, every time I get in the car. Um, the ichthys on the back reminds me and the, the little hamster, Wedged <laughs> above the rearview mirror, uh, reminds me. And just about every time I get in the car, I tickle his tummy and go hello. <laughs> but I, I, I needed, I needed a reminder. So, so yeah, the, the the last seven bucks went towards a very cool cross necklace. It has this like Celtic blood Viking feel mm-hmm. to it. I'm like that 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 feels right. <laughs>
0: I'm glad the I'm glad the soul has come in hand handy.
1: Uh, yeah, that sentence means more than one thing. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yes, it does. Mm. I love that before, because I, I had more questions, but I, I, I love the, the greatest fear question. And, you know, you shared that story uh, about the beach with your uncle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. And I don't, I don't know that I've ever heard that story. Well it's not, um, it's, it's not a
0: comfortable story, obviously. Um,
1: um No, but it's it's very illuminating.
0: Um, it's a, you know he w- he would he would, he would he would intentionally do things to terrorize me as a small child. And it wasn't until I got to be oh probably 15, 16 years old where I, w- where I was old enough and strong enough. To fight back, that he um, finally decided to end that practice because he knew he was at a disadvantage at that point, and um, and then our relationship, uh, you know, it it really declined from that point. Instead of getting better, it actually declined because the nature of the relationship that he was looking for was to be able to terrorize me. And... because he couldn't terrorize me anymore, then I guess it wasn't fun for him anymore and he didn't want as much... He, he didn't want that same level of interaction. So, um, Which is really kind of... <sighs> Screwed up, but I mean that obviously exists. You know, for a lot of people, where they're in relationships with people, and the only unifying f- factor to the relationship is that it's toxic for both sides. It's you know obviously one person is abusive and the other person you know is taking the abuse and and. Feels trapped in the sense that they can't do anything about it, and you know that that toxic relationship can't end until you know the victim finds the power to get out of that situation. And you know, it's it, it's you know male female relationships, it's it's you know parent children relationships, there's there's all kinds of relationships that are toxic, and it just requires that you you know if not immediately find the strength but that you you work to find the strength to you know basically defeat the evil forces that try to hold you down and try and keep you from being happy you know you you being happy isn't a guaranteed thing you know sometimes you legitimately have to struggle and fight to be happy, but it, I mean, it's certainly worth it because, you know, uh, it's what you deserve. You deserve to be happy and people aren't necessarily hardwired to be happy. I think, you know, there's been studies that say the brain, you know, is specifically designed to not to be happy, but it, it's a worthy what endeavor, is. you know, it's a worthy endeavor to, to try to be happy. Why is that, Teresa?
1: You still find those moments of happiness and in falling in love and making a family and having kids and enjoying nature. It's all a state of yeah. mind, really. I mean, you you know,
0: you can you can find happiness in the fact that you really cleaned the sink well today. You know, oh. it, you know, you did a better job. You did a better job at it today, and it's shinier today than it's ever been. Or you know, you did an exceptional job at brushing your teeth today, and your smile looks great. And, you know, there's there's a million ways you can find happiness. Uh, they don't have to be life changing. You know, sometimes it's little things.
1: You know, things. it's always, always a, it's always the little things she says. <laughs> mm. I wish you were closer. I'm I'm dead serious about getting a second mic so that you guys can both sit here together and do this as a. So that we can all sit here and do and do this together, and all hear each other and whatnot. But um, that it, it it stuck out to me that the that you told a story about a beach, because I wrote a song. One, once upon a time. This is the version of it that I put on Origin. Um, it's about childhood memories it's called remember I it was it's from the very first the very first winter CD I ever put together mm. and this was the reboot and uh, the track stands out to me because I have these uh, you know this ambience of kids uh, playing and splashing jumping in a pool and I have uh, you know the sounds of the ocean waves coming and and just remembering that really great day at the beach I don't I don't remember the day but I I remember the feeling I remember uh, the time we were I got I had to be four or five six somewhere in there and we were at the beach and um, this was before they started really doing a bunch of the dredging the beaches uh, at this point in my life were still rocky which is mm telling me that this was a long time ago when uh, before all, all the construction companies came in there and then loaded up all those beautiful beach stones and and took them and used them to landscape all these <laughs> track homes those are beautiful stones and that's what the coastline of of california is supposed to look like it's that's the natural state of the California right. coastline. Just like California doesn't naturally have fucking palm trees, this is Hollywood bullshit. The pristine white sands. No, this is not fucking uh, Australia. No, the, the beaches on the, in Southern California should be rocky. And I remember being in the water. I've only been to the beach a handful of times in my life, and I, I remember it being cold and stinky and super salty (laughs) and coming back in from um, playing in the waves and getting knocked over by a wave into the, you know, face first into like a bunch of rocks
2: Mm.
1: um, and standing up and being about ready to cry but you, you, you were just the best dad in that moment Because you gave it a little laugh And you're like, okay, come on, shake it off Come on, get up, it's okay And I was like ready to cry But then I started laughing too Because you were laughing And I was like, yeah, this is a beautiful moment And that has stuck with me forever mm-hmm. um, Forever um, In my memories of the beach And, and, and the ocean Was just, you know, falling, face planting <laughs> Getting knocked over by the big ass wave well, that
0: that that seems to happen on a pretty regular basis. I, th- I think it's designed that way. That you know, if you're brave enough, if you're brave enough to go out in the waves, you're you're gonna get you're gonna get knocked over at least a few times. Yeah. And uh, but it's part of the fun. It it really is. You know, you you know, you, you have to gauge for yourself how big are those waves, and do I really think I can handle getting getting walloped by one of them? You know, because you know, you can it you can go body surfing and one'll one the wave will take you really high up in there and then it'll slam you right back down to the sandy bottom and you know you roll over and push back up and come up on the backside of the wave and do it all over again. And uh it's a good time. It's uh it's it's communing with nature. It's it's interacting, you know, it's like riding the rapids in a kayak or you know, anything else. It's you know, snow skiing, riding a bike. It's just, it's, it's interacting and in, in the sense of, you know, utilizing nature to increase your speed and movement. It's a fun thing. You, you get to enjoy Know, the power of nature and its ability to propel you through you know
1: space and ultimately reminds you that you're a human being and yeah. human beings are capable of extraordinary things mm-hmm. uh, question two Look it out maybe let's um Uh, of course because of course I want to get deep but you know maybe not too deep but any anytime I tell myself not to go too deep I'm like why no (laughs) we're, we're supposed to go deep so question two in your life what is your biggest regret So
0: oh far. oh that's easy that that one that one that one I don't have to think about um, you know like I I came from a broken family um, I don't know whether you know this or not but you're my father um, Divorced my mother was in the process of getting a divorce from my mother before I was even born so um, um, so I grew up you know three children being raised by a single mother struggling to make ends meet you know day in day out and um, you know the world wants to tell you that, you know, that families should look like, you know, the cleavers. There should be, you know, mom and dad and happy children and subtle mischief and, you know, but every, you know, two parents as mentors that, you know, raise the children and, and, um, you know, so I obviously my greatest regret was that um, your mom and I split up, and I couldn't give you guys that type of family that I thought was important. So um, it, it was a, it was a, that was a really, really, really hard decision. And it's not something that, you know, um, I'm I'm so sorry that that happened. But unfortunately, it was supposed to happen. And that was the way it was. I mean, you know, your mom came into my life for this specific purpose. And the gift of that purpose was we had... beautiful children and then that was over and it was time for her to go and move on and so that's what happened and you know I I regret it every day that I couldn't have been there on a daily basis to watch you guys grow up But it was the way it was supposed to be. So, you know, so there was a second chance, you know, to at least show you how it could be. And when I met Teresa, you know, we obviously both came from failed marriages and we put, you know, it's not that we put an extraordinary amount of extra effort into the second relationship to keep it working, but it was just a more natural feeling relationship. It was a better fit. It was, we, we learned how to grow together instead of growing apart. And, and that's, 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 that's what we learned to do. We learned to grow together you know we look past you know we have to you have to in any relationship you have to look past the little things and, and focus on the bigger picture and um, and understand that that other person loves you and they and you love them and, they, and you're going to do anything you can to make that relationship work so you know i think i think you know truly Teresa and i I've been blessed to be together for so long. I do. I I do regret that I didn't have that kind of relationship with your mom. That it wouldn't, that it just wouldn't last.
1: I do know her. And that's why I'm saying that that should not be your it, it should be hers. That should be well, her, bird, her burden to carry. Because... It's
0: not about assigning
1: blame, generally. It's It's not about blame and guilt, but the reason that you and Teresa were made for each other, one of the many reasons, you both understand what a family's supposed to be. Well... Because you've seen how they can break. You know... Um, and... She broke ours, and i I can't ever forgive her for that. Well, you're the one who tried to you're the one you guys are yeah. the ones who put the pieces back together and you that have, is why <coughs> you, <sighs> have
0: to, you have to learn to forgive otherwise the pain endures you have to you have to you have to look at the bigger picture there's a bigger picture <coughs> than just saying you know your mom's at fault or your dad's at fault. Hang on. on. It's... Exactly. You know, you have to... You have to learn to forgive for your sake. Not for hers. For your own.
1: I will forgive her... (coughs) After... After she leaves the earth and leaves me my inheritance. Then I will forgive her. Don't don't
0: be the harbinger of
1: hate. I have no hate. All I carry from that is pain. And it gets really, really fucking heavy some days. You help me heal. You make me want to build a better family. You make me want to celebrate the holidays. She turns me into the Grinch, the Scrooge. Fuck families. Families are... A waste of time. No, they're not. They're the reason to be alive. And... So many people resonate with this. The loss to one degree or another. The loss of the family. So many people feel this. And... I do have to snap us back to reality for a minute to remind you that people do listen to this. People all over the world who are missing their families. And I'm sitting here crying. The world is crying for this. And your voice is the most powerful on this. The importance of that um which is why this is my light of morning. This is my reason to get up. This is my reason to exercise and eat better and drink water. This is why I care about myself. Or try to. No. This is why I care about family. This is why I care about Thanksgiving. This is why I care about Christmas you you and teresa cuz all the other memories are too fucking painful they're too fucking painful and i hate that it always goes there but i i know cuz i remember her parents i they would be so ashamed of what became of that family and it is not your fault it's not her fault either she is how she was made it was just never meant to work but she gave up exactly well you didn't she gave up on us on all of us See? Okay. Question three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's let's move on. Uh, uh, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> there is there is an easy one. What's what, the meaning? What, what, what is your meaning of life? What is your favorite color? <laughs> is
0: is that seriously your third question?
1: Yeah, there's there there's what is not the meaning a of, What is the meaning of life? Yeah. They, it's a question that doesn't have an answer, but trying to figure it out is the point. And uh, I'd love to hear your thoughts on everybody asks themselves that question once upon a time.
3: You, if you, you
1: if you think there is one, what what do you think it is?
0: The meaning of life is for you to become the best possible version of yourself, and sometimes I, I, I'm fairly certain that you know you may have to come around again and, and again and again and again in order to achieve that. But I think that's I think that's the essence of you know why we're here why we live. You you get you get it's a, it's like a multiple choice test, you get multiple chances to get it right, and I think you were put here to become the best possible version of you, and that's the meaning of life in my world, so that means that, you know, you, you live your life, and you know, if you could, if you could live your life, you know, without any regrets, without, without hurting anyone, being kind and loving, and helpful to all humanity you know you'd, you'd probably still come back around and go well you know i could have done that a little bit better you know because that's the way we're wired we're always wired to be looking to do it better so i i, I think that's, I, that's maybe that's just the meaning of my life i said i feel like you know there's been so many things i've done wrong been some things that I've done right. But it, it, I don't know that it'll ever be enough that I'll ever be able to say, you know, hey, I, I, I lived a great life. I, I think we're not meant to be that way. I think we're meant to keep on trying, keep on striving to do more. And for some people, that I means making more money. And if I think if that's the, the track you're on, I think, then I think you've missed the boat. I think, really, that the goal in life should be for you to become the best possible version of you in, in relating to the rest of the world and, and being kind and interacting with the rest of the world in a positive manner, So you there's know? So there's your, there's your answer.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Correct. <laughs> correct.
0: Yeah, well, great I answer. I don't know that there's a correct answer, but that's my
1: answer. It's a beautiful answer. And um, you know that that's always my takeaway from our conversations is that I can be better and I should be better, and I should fight for that. Every day that I'm alive, that should be the light of morning, the sunlight creeping through the window in the morning to get my ass out of bed. There's shit to do. Yeah, obviously, I've had a few more years to
0: to uh, figure this out. So, mm. have heart. You've got you've got time.
1: You know. God bless God bless you. Tell her I a God bless you.
0: Jenner says God bless. Thank
1: you. Thank you. <laughs> says you too. <sighs> Holy shit, that was powerful. Um I think I only have one more question. Um, okay. It, it's a softball. Yeah uh pull from you know childhood if you must what is a zeno family recipe i can put in my new cookbook ah well
0: i'll tell you There's a few, Mm. but one that really stands out—that's really kind of unusual, not something that you run across every day—is the way my mom made tacos, which was really kind of a unique. And she she had been taught that, I think, by her mom. But um, she would take a corn tortilla and then uh, actually smoosh the ground beef into one half of the tortilla, and then uh, a little garlic, salt, and pepper. And then she would actually put it in a frying pan with oil, and it would actually cook the meat and the tortilla at the same time, and she'd fold it over and it created a taco. And then we'd load it up, you know, of course, with cheese and lettuce and tomatoes and whatever else. And I think that was really probably one of our favorite meals. And it was like, you know, it's usually what we had for Christmas because that's that's what we always wanted.
1: <laughs> Gay tacos. Oh, my God. Ugh. So going in the so it's, a it,
0: it's a different version of a taco. Gay basically. taco. It's basically a fried taco.
1: Oh, oh that sounds so good. Mm. Why don't I remember eating that? I remember... Um, tetrazino as i remember that i don't know how to make it i haven't wanted to make it in a, well, in a long you, time
0: yeah you would have to you would have to consult with your mom
1: on that one that was one
0: of her uh, her, well, her recipes
1: yeah tetrazini i'd i'd rather uh, create my own and call that tetrazino okay uh, that's i'm not going to get that recipe from her but <laughs> um, Fried tacos. Oh man, that sounds good.
0: Yeah, you just you just, you just put it, yeah just put a little bit little little bit of raw ground beef on one side and smoosh it down, and then stick it in the hot oil and then um, flip the flip the shell in half to create that taco and let it cook in there and it doesn't take long. But it creates, a, it creates a pretty good taco. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try that.
2: Gay right. taco. <laughs> I love
0: it. I'm going to
1: try that. I, I am uh, uh, dead serious about K-taco. making a cookbook because, you know, I got to find ways to make money using my skills. And <laughs> it's going in there. <laughs> I'm a delightful personality that many people apparently like. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I, I'm doing that. But I'm also like, yes, well, here's a merchandise store. Buy a T-shirt buy my cookbook uh, buy my brand new audiobook available soon on Audible by the Waters of Babylon written by Stephen Vincent Benet scored and narrated by Jenner Zeno and with the father character uh, played by Craig Zeno And what a more beautiful way to end it Uh, thank you for being my light of morning. thank you for being my dad I don't, I don't know if i've said that enough to you enough times too many times but uh no no there's no such thing thank you thank you for being my dad <laughs> it's all, The pleasure's all mine hmm? all right i'll see you next week
0: uh,
1: i i love you and i'm looking forward to it okay. um, Make sure, make sure, you stick around a couple seconds after the recording here to make sure that we get everything. After we cut, we gotta wait a couple seconds until it goes. All off. files have been downloaded. We're clear. We're we're clear to go. Good. But, um, I love you. Say I goodbye you. to the Good. audience because they love you too. Goodbye, audience. We'll see you next
0: week.
2: <laughs>
1: oh man. It is Sunday. And yes, I talked to my father today. At the end of the conversation, he was like, you almost almost never call me dad. And I'm like, yeah, yes I do, dad. And I was like, do you want to record today? Like, do you have any questions for me? And he's like, not really. I can't think of anything. I'm like, well, I don't have any questions for you, but we should still record. And then I was like, holy shit. Um, Welcome to Light of Morning, the TLDR of this, yes, my name is Jenner McQuaid Zeno, and I am founding what is essentially a church. yes this is a secular church yes we are going to make the unitarians look like hippies (laughs) and so science and so so this this is the kind of church i want to run call it a church if you must um Wow. Couple things from that. Um, gay tacos are definitely going in the cookbook. <laughs> oh my god, so nummy. I want gay tacos right now. I'm actually kinda pretty hungry. But yeah. <laughs> I've seen lots of churches. I'm like I don't know. I'm going to make a new one.
3: Yeah, well, I'm going to go build my own theme park with blackjack and hookers. In Hmm. fact, forget the park.
1: We'll make our own church.
3: Oh, no room for Bender, huh? Fine. I'll go build my own lunar lander with blackjack and hookers. In fact, forget the lunar lander and the blackjack. Ah, screw the whole thing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Welcome to the Church of Zeno. Light of morning on Sundays with my dad. <laughs> Isn't this like the best version of church ever? Ever? Like everly ever? I'm like, I can do it better. I can like make it like soberly more spiritual. <laughs> and take us all to Jesus. Okay, kids, we'll try to get it closer to morning. We're, we're coming in at 8.30 here at the end of post-production for this one because I've been obviously tenderly <laughs> marinating it in the oven all day. This is the first episode of Light of Morning. Conversations with my father. Or <laughs> Convo's W forward slash dad wink emoji <laughs> I don't know uh plus teresa heart emoji I feel like this is like a way better ver- way better version of church uh than actual church so fuck it let's go for it <laughs> let's do it <clears throat> It's basically a church. And now is the time of the episode where we will humbly pass around the collection plate. Please support this kind of work because it pays nothing for me to talk to my father. It takes a lot. To share that with you and when I talk to him next I don't want the questions to come from me I want the questions to come from you
2: I'll stay northern, come and sit with me.
1: questions to ask my dad. 602-456-2253. Leave your question in a voicemail, and I'm sure he'll be thrilled to answer it. I can't come up with enough. I messaged him last night, drunk, and said, Hey, do you want to have some questions for me tomorrow? He's like, I can't think of anything. And I'm like, me neither. And that's okay. Let's just talk. We don't have to record. So we didn't record today. We recorded this last week. And I want there to be questions. I can't come up with enough. Listener from across the world I stare out northward,
2: come and sit with me. By the light of morning we'll begin to see world turning
1: Come to this new thing. call it church call it mosque call it group once a week let us all sit together
2: and have these
1: kinds of conversations Thank you for being here for episode one of Light of Morning. Which I I have no delusions about. I've always intended Light of Morning to be a secular. Universal Cosmic Church For lack of a better word One that sees you And accepts you For who you are This Thing for everyone. You have the tools. You have the time. You have ancestors who are still alive. Wherever you are on Earth. If you enjoyed that episode, that's a... fairly ordinary conversation with my dad. Nothing special. I just decided to record it. When life is happening. Real life. The real questions. The important ones. Record it and if you were triggered by the fact that I was open enough to admit that yeah I'm unvaccinated super pro vaccine I just didn't see the point I'd rather sit alone in my cave I'm not exposing myself to anybody I found a ton of comfort, actually, in extreme isolation, but it hugged me like a depression blanket. It was like almost smothering me to the point where I was like, I'm comfy, but I'm not. Because right now I can't fucking breathe. Are you or are you not resonating with me? Let me know. 602 I want to hear from you. And if I hear from you... You will definitely hear from me. At some point, it might take a couple days. Very busy. <laughs> Lots of shit going on. But light of morning... I mean, yeah, it's kind of tongue-in-cheek. Like, yeah, it's basically a church. Uh, but one that doesn't give a fuck about who you are where you came from. Just is giving you somewhere to go that says I love you just the way you are and thank you for coming to be here a part of this. This is what I've learned with my own father. I hope you enjoyed this one. And that's it. I want the next questions, Uh, guys. I want the next questions to come from you. Uh, Like I mentioned a little bit ago, Sunday, today ask my dad you got any questions he's like no I'm like yeah me neither I'm like, we don't have to make the show like that but it's good to have a, dir- a direction and it's great to have questions so if you good listener have some questions for my dad please send them to info at studiostargazer dot or just visit the site, go to contact, use the built-in messenger. That would be a wonderful thing uh, to include your voice message. That phone number is for the Continental, Continental United States to Alaska and Hawaii. I don't even fucking remember. Okay, so 602, area code for the U.S. If you are outside the U.S., please send a voice memo, message, short recording to info at studiostargazer.org send a voice message ask my dad a question and that'll be a reason to get him back on the show because we all want to hear from him I need to hear from him I do every week It's just, uh, these are, this is the level of gifts that I get every week, and I want to share them with you, but I want you to be a part of it, especially if you're taking wisdom away from what he has taught me, because that is how I got to where I am today, by following his wisdom and his guidance, and I want to make that available to the planet of Earth. Okay. I want everybody to have this recipe for life which is why I tongue-in-cheek tongue-in-cheek call this a fucking church because I'm like yeah basically we're fulfilling that function now. and I think more particularly activist groups not to skew outrage machine or anything but I think of like a lot of Activist, social justice type groups should just give up and admit that they are fucking churches, okay? And what they're doing is not political activism. It's it's basically a church, a new church, which is fine. Churches are fucking great. Come to mine. I think ours is better. hashtag Blackjack and hookers. Thank you for attending. Light of morning with us. This Sunday. Give my dad some questions for next time. I have more than a few. And you can ask Teresa questions too. Uh, That would be amazing. You need to do all that shit through. Fucking direct through. StudioStarGazer.org Okay. We don't have a Facebook. We don't have a Twitter. We don't have an Instagram. (sighs) (sighs) TikTok is at the center of a weird black hole of like that would potentially be a really cool way to make teeny tiny little candy bite snippets to get people interested in the type of shit that we do here. No, we don't have a social media presence, so if you actually want to engage, if you want your voice on the show, whether that's a voicemail or a voice memo sent via email from anywhere in the world, a VOIP call, if you have a VPN, Google Voice is great. Uh, If you don't have a US phone number and you exist somewhere else in the world and you really wanna add your voicemail, uh, use a VPN and Google Voice and make a phone number for somewhere in the US And give the show a call and uh, ask me a question. Preferably ask my dad questions because then I don't have to come up with questions. (laughs) Neither one of us has to come up with questions next time uh, for Light of Morning. But I love this as a ritual and uh, I'm owning the fact that there is something quasi-spiritual to this. But it adheres to no book if that makes sense, it's the unwritten book of humanity, (laughs) if you will. Um, lots Lots of things have been written down in lots of different tongues to describe the same kind of journey that we're all on as humans. Expressed itself as many different religions, which are all fundamentally based off of the same instinct, But are just using different words to say the same thing. And going to war with each other. I think that's stupid. (laughs) Um, I think fundamentalism is fundamentally wrong. Religious extremism is fundamentally wrong. If you're exclusionary. In your idea of religiosity, I think personally, it's fucking absurd how many denominations of Christianity there are. Okay, and look, you're going to sit there and criticize how many genders the multicolor hair kids... Who, who grew up on My Little Pony and Pokemon, you're going to criticize how many genders they invented in Minecraft? <laughs> Look at your own goddamn table. Look at your own goddamn house. The denominations of Christianity, which all disagree with each other on hugely fundamental things, let alone the difference between Christians and Catholics which makes even less sense and let alone the difference then between fucking Islam makes even less sense because they're all literally random ass like decipherings we got from pyramid level Rosetta Stone level shit and it's all the same goddamn books you guys just different versions of different books from all over the world all all the ancient wisdom from like when people become extremist in their views about what religiosity means like are you just going to a building and singing a song every week or are you actually trying to examine your life are you actually trying to grow Are you actually trying to understand the thing that people call God or the gods historically? Because this is it's clearly something that's there. (laughs) Somehow we call it here. We call it the universe. Okay. The cosmos, if you will. Whatever that is. It's for everybody, okay? So, we don't have room for like religious zealotry and, you know, divisive ideologies. And, quote unquote, what's, I'll just call them the real thing, hypocrites. Hypocristian, combination of the words uh, hypocrite and Christian, people who call themselves Christian but act pretty much exactly the opposite of everything he actually fucking taught. If he, if, asterisk, he was a real human being who existed on Earth. It strikes me That up until a few years ago, the most judgmental people I have ever met, the people who don't know me, don't know a thing about me, haven't spent any meaningful amount of time with me, were so ready to fucking judge me, that used to be fundamentalist religious people. And then that shifted. It shifted into ideological or political level characters and and influences things coming in you know what I'm saying it's like didn't call itself a religion but it absolutely is one which is what (laughs) fuck in the UI 86 (laughs) universe of the 2300s yeah they will totally consider that uh, a religion. Uh, it absolutely is. So I'm calling them how I see them. I'm like, e- e- yeah, we could make a. Yes, we can make a religion out of this, and let's let's be the one that is willing to admit that that's the thing that we're talking about: bringing people together under common cause and common understanding, and providing community, and providing lessons. For generations hence to provide for others. You know, shelter from the storm to feed from one table. Provide the universal fucking human lessons that we have all fundamentally needed. Since we were born unto this planet. Right now, if you have a religious identity that you carry like an ID card. Oh, I'm one of these. That is entirely dependent on where you were born on earth. It's like an ID card or a visa. It's like, I'm from here. Uh, And then anytime religions encounter one another, they go, oh, that's the devil over there. That's that's a demon. Let's cast it out. Let's burn it. It's like, this is the oldest reason for war ever. (laughs) Just different words, guys. Different words for the same thing. And the largest religions on Earth right now are super divisive. And it's like, no, oh no 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 no, we're the chosen people. Uh, you're not. Uh, we over here, us on the on the side, cool kids side. Uh, no, we're the chosen people. Uh, you are the subhumans. We're here to subjugate you and enslave you and blah 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 that's like 2000 that's the tldr for two thousand, two hundred thousand years of human history okay kids <laughs> that's how it worked and it's stupid we don't christianity was i think it stands out as the first if you actually listen to christ himself instead of what some preachers say I'll keep that very polite if you listen to what Christ actually said himself it I mean it becomes very clear what what his message was and why he was here and it's the exact opposite of what these self righteous assholes do in his name so I do feel a moral and spiritual obligation to stand up to the preachers who are bastardizing his words and turning him into a, an idol to worship. Okay? That was not his purpose. And if you want to come, if you're a biblical fundamentalist, please come the fuck at me if you want to have a fucking Jesus debate. I will fucking destroy you on that. Okay. <laughs> oh, such a great show. Let's send you guys off with a treat. Since this is the first version of Light of Morning, I also want to make it Mind Wave and make it fun. This just seems like the perfect way to end it. But please remember... Studio, Please remember the phone number Get in touch Ask my dad some questions for next time I would love to be like Hey so and so in Sri Lanka Would like to know <laughs> That would be Amazing Thank you for listening And now it's time For the crazy part
2: I love you. Look at this bitch
1: isn't he cute why is he such a butthole prostitute why don't you just call me back
3: <laughs> i got a word from you i got a word of knowledge a word of prophecy and i want you preacher to use this word of prophecy ever whether you go uh, that god is gonna put a burning god's gonna put a cancer in, in the butthole hole. god's gonna put a cancer in the butthole Butthole of every sodomite Sodomite. every sodomite butthole everyone that practices sodomy from the day of this message will get cancer in the butthole right there it'll burn and burn and burn you'll have to the manufacturers will have to go into manufacturing chairs where people can stand up because they won't be able to sit down because of the burning in their butthole every sodomite That way we'll know it's a sodomite because he can't sit down. He can't sit down. He's got a burning in his butthole. He's got a fire, he's got a flame coming out of his butthole. He's got a flame, he's got that special asbestos diapers. When God gets through with the sodomite, this is the word of the Lord. This is the prophecy of Almighty God. This is the Lord's word. This is the Lord's word. And pastor, if you are a sodomite, God's gonna have a flame coming out of your butthole. You're going to need an asbestos diaper. You better go and pray to God and ask God to heal you before this word cools down. You better ask God to heal you and then you'll tell God, I'm going to preach against every Sodomite. I'm going to preach against the Sodomite maker, Barack Hussein Obama, the son of Satan. I'm going to become a Sodomite slayer like James David Manning up there in Harlem, New York City. I'm going to become a Sodomite slayer. Otherwise, you're going to have a flame coming out of your Butthole. Preacher, you won't be able to sit down. You will not. You're gonna have to make, they're gonna have to make special asbestos diapers. If you thought that AIDS was bad, you ain't seen nothing yet. You ain't seen nothing yet until you see the flaming butthole. And that way we'll know who is a Sodomite undercover because your butthole will be flaming and you'll need an asbestos diaper, and you will not be able to sit down. Thus saith the Lord God Almighty to every Sodomite, and to every Sodomite sympathizer, and to everyone who tries to come against the word of God God will inflict you as well. Likewise, he'll afflict you and afflict your children. So, preachers, either you get up, you said you're afraid of the faces of the people. You said you're scared to go walk out of the church with well, God? Didn't God call you to preach? Didn't God call you to say, declare that the wages of sin is death? The wages of sin is death. Didn't God declare you to say that? Didn't God declare you to say that the wages of sin is death? What are you now? Standing there, letting people get by with sin is death. Get up, preach God's word otherwise the consequence will not be pretty the consequence failure to preach god's word the lord sent me i'm the lord sir james david manning i'm the lord sir. i'm the sodomite slayer i'm the lord sir i'm the lord you heard me eight years ago when i told you about obama the son of satan the son of a sack of white trash you heard me eight years ago and you ignored me well You ignore me now, God will destroy you. You think that. You think what them people can do to you. You think what them members can do to you by talking about you on the phone. You think what their members can do to you by not giving money to support the church? Well, you ain't seen nothing, my friend, until you have a flame coming out of your butthole and you need an asbestos diaper to be able to keep that flame from burning a hole in your pants. You ain't seen nothing yet and there'll be people walking around all over America with flames coming out of their butthole. Every sodomite, every sodomite, everyone who takes it up the rear, everyone who takes one who has a a penis injected in his butthole will have a flame when that penis comes out the flame will start burning there'll be no more sodomy because ain't nobody gonna stick no penis in that flame you ain't gonna stick a penis in that flame that flame will be an eternal flame coming out of the butthole of every sodomite of every sodomite there'll be a flame coming out of the butthole and you'll need an investors diaper it will stop this now you can do one or two things sodomites and sodomite failure preachers. you can do one or two things you fall down your down on your knees and ask jesus to come into your life ask jesus to heal and deliver you that you will not have a flame coming out of your butt either way and, and then god will heal you no so he will heal you He'll hear you. He sent me, I got the word in my mouth. I got the healing word in my mouth. I got the word in my mouth. Right now, I got the word in my mouth. Now, either way, well, if you don't ask God to hear you, the next time you get poked in the butt, A flame, when that man pulls that penis out of you, a flame is gonna come out. It'll be an eternal flame that will not be able to put it out. You will not be able to get in the bathtub and put it out. You Will not be able to get in the the toilet and, and, and put it out. You will not be able to wash it out. You'll need an asbestos diaper in order to be able to stop that flame. And nobody will ever stick a penis in your butthole again because it will be on fire. It'll be flames of fire. You think A's was bad, you ain't seen nothing till you see the flame coming out of T.D. Jake's butt. So where's T.D. Jake? He's got a flame. He's got all his bestest diaper. Where's Chris Dollar? He's got a flame, that faggot. He's got a flame coming out of his butt. Oh, you'd better get up and preach God's word. What God did to Saul. God, Saul would not hear what thus saith the Lord. God took the cake. Get up, preach. Number one, invite Jesus into your church. Number two, preach against the Sodomite maker, Barack Hussein Obama, the son of Satan, and his compadre in crime and unnatural use, Bergoglio. I'm the Lord, sir. Either you preach God's word, God will visit the uh, destruction upon you like, uh, on you and your family like you have never, ever seen before. Now what's it gonna be? What's it gonna be? What you gonna be? I'm the Lord sir. I'm the Lord sir. I'm the Lord sir. One day it won't be long on Harlem nights. All the faggots up here in Harlem that I pronounce the flame, you're gonna think you're gonna be in the midst of the swamps of South Carolina, what they call the lightning bug. I don't know if you've ever seen a lightning bug but he flies around with a flame a light coming out of his behind. And everywhere you look, they light up the swamps. They light up the woods. They light up the rural areas of North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, Mississippi, Alabama. They light it all up down in New Orleans. The lightning bug. Got a flame coming out of his butt. The lightning bug. But it won't be too many days now when Almighty God wishes to exalt the preaching that i've done to Jake david manning that you're gonna see on a saturday night all of a sudden harlem's gonna be lit up with flames coming out of the butt of these jackets flames coming out fire flames shooting out of there behind you're gonna see it it's gonna be a wonder to behold you're gonna see the power of god fall upon harlem Hotline, What god sake tell these faggots either they get out of town or a flame of fire is going to come out their butthole and they'll never be able to put it out i'm the lord this is god's new jerusalem god almighty has put this land together and anybody that sympathizes with me, anybody that goes along anybody that sympathizes anybody that supports anybody that prays for will have a flame coming out of their you women have a flame coming out of your vagina you're talking about being hot well you sure not gonna be hot you're gonna have a flame shooting out of your vagina you're gonna need asbestos panties to stop that flame i'm the lord i said i'm the lord i'm james david Manning. preachers you better get up and preach mothers and fathers you better get up and teach you better say what thus saith the lord that this is wrong before god it's wrong before almighty god The Lord has sent the word, God has sent the word. Ye shall be justly afflicted. Oh bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Preach the word, preach God's word. Destroy the Sodomites, for God will destroy you. Hallelujah, and amen, and amen, Hmm. and amen.
1: And amen. Uh, That is the biggest problem with religion these days. So I think Light of Morning is going to function as the most powerful fuck you of light energy to every single church. On the planet of earth and go you are so wrong and we're just going to sit here and laugh. Because fuck you with love. Love is the best fuck you that you can ever give someone. So If you needed a moral from this episode Write that down on your hand True love Is the best Fuck you You can never give someone I love you Thank you for being here for the first episode of Light of Morning Expect lots more I expect questions from you guys too okay don't make me do it all myself because how much better would it be if he was answering your questions all right love you thanks for being here
2: goodbye Stay <laughs> exist.